I'm not going to get better without you. And I was never going to get better without you. We have a second chance and a brand new future. Well, it doesn't get much better than Castlevania because we are back to cover season four and put this baby to bed this week on Shonen and Suds. <gasps> Cody! <laughs> I think the mic kind of cut out on that one, but what's what's up, Chris? How you doing, man? Oh no! Oh no! We got we got part of it. It's good enough. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Well, Cody, I am great, and we are back here at Shonen and Sons. Cody, I'm so I'm so excited for a lot of reasons. Well, a lot of reasons that are related to vampires, because uh, not only are we covering the last season of Castlevania, but Next week's poll, next week's winner involves vampire, so it is just uh, just Vampire City here on Shonen and Suds coming up. But uh, man, what a ride! That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, absolutely, man. This this show is just top notch from start to finish. I agree. Uh, I agree. And, oh, go ahead. I mean, no, I was gonna say, of course, you know, we're gonna dive into all that. But as always, I'm Chris Adams, and I'm Cody Snodgrass. And again, this is Shonen and Suds, where we talk about anime and seltzers, or beer, or wine, and or liquor, whatever floats our boat, really, whatever the hell we got in our kitchen, truth be told. But um, <laughs> Cody, you know, I think you hit the nail right on the head. This show is great from stem to stern, and season four did not disappoint. Yeah, ab- absolutely. It's definitely a show that I'm going to miss. Um, like, because, I, I mean, this was like the yearly Netflix staple, like... When she, like I I mean I, I feel like when when COVID started Castlevania was there for us, COVID's ending Castlevania's there for us man I'm gonna miss Castlevania for sure. Well, it's it's only goodbye for a little while because you know they have said that there will be other stories told mm-hmm. in the Castlevania world. Which I mean, even given the scope of the anime with that like infinite corridor and all that other stuff they've got going on, and there are so many other games and time periods and timelines that they can pull from castlevania is a series rich with lore so it's it's only goodbye for a little while but man is it going to be a hard one because cody i will dare say that i think i know last week i had just put my hero academia at the top not not that i'm jumping ahead to rankings but i'm gonna go ahead and spoil it dude this is my new number one at the moment and i'm gonna tell you why because the show is perfect. I found there's nothing I can gripe about. Like nothing. I tried. I tried to look. I have nothing to gripe about with this show. Yeah, it is uh it is something, man. It is something special. Uh I hope uh, you mentioned the spin-off like or whatever spin-off mm-hmm. we're going to get. I hope they I mean, I hope they they can follow this up because I mean, it's going to be it's one tough act to follow. Um it is. It is. It is definitely the uh, a, a very very tough act to follow. But I would love to see that if I could if I could pick what I, what's what I would love to see them do. I would love them if they're going to do continue with Castlevania. I would love for them to do the Dawn of Sorrow and Aria of Sorrow, like story time period timeline. I would love to see them do that because outside of like Symphony of the Night, Rondo of Blood, Aria and Dawn of Sorrow are probably the best two castlevania games and like it's a pretty close like second to those other two like truth be told rondo of blood 
is like a homer pick. Symphony of the Night is clearly like the granddaddy of Castlevania games. I'll put Aria of Sorrow. I'll, I'll, I'll stack Aria of Sorrow up to Symphony of the Night any day of the week. That's how highly that game is regarded, how highly I regard it. Um, a lot of fond memories with that, and I think it's an excellent story that already has an anime aesthetic. And I think if they were to go ahead and tell that story like through a series, oh, wow, the chef's kiss, my friend. Yeah, I think if we can get like video games to stop being adapted as like feature like films with actual actors and just change it to oh. all animes, like we'd just be in a, a way better world. <laughs> oh, I agree. I agree with that a hundred percent. Um like why do like, we have to keep making Resident Evil movies? Like please stop. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah, like I'm everything. actually I agree, and I hope that uh hope that um that's I guess that movie or series that's coming out on Netflix, the Resident Evil one, I, I hope that's good. Um because the CG movies are okay. Um, but I mean they're better than I think the live action ones. But like the live action ones are like they're definitely a product of like the early two thousands. Oh yeah, absolutely. So they're they're fun and campy in that regard, but like give me a good Resident Evil story and either do it in anime form or like a good like Again, like the CGI ones are okay. I don't hate them. Like I'll watch them and I'll enjoy them, but you know, not very rememberable. I would say. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're 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 good. Like they're they're here today, gone today, and I don't really. I watched it. Cool. I can move on with my life. But you know, we're not here to talk about that, Cody. We're here to talk about Castlevania. But we can't dive into season four until we wet this whistle, Cody. I am parched, so I need to know. What you drinking? Oh, that was a good one. Good crack right there, Chris. Um, Quality crack. Well, you've been sending me snaps. I, I, I should say, just picture messages of uh, this truly fruit punch pack, and uh, oh, I finally have too. I, I finally found it at the grocery store today. Um, and I, I, I just have the standard truly fruit punch hard seltzer. Um, and this mm-hmm. thing is fantastic. Fucking good, isn't it, Chris? I. I told you it looked like an alcoholic Capri Sun, and that's exactly what it tastes like. It is. Oh, uh, dude, all of them, oh, dude, they're so good. Yeah, man, these are these are dangerous. Like, <laughs> like yes. I'm de- this is definitely one of those one of those packs that I'm gonna have to buy another one every Tuesday. Because by the Just time the ne- by the time the next Tuesday rolls around, I'll barrel through all twelve of them at least. Like. Dude, absolutely. And each one is different because it's funny. Uh, we're going to use that segue to pop right in because I am also drinking from the Truly Punch Party Pack. Um, the Fruit Punch is excellent. The Tropical Punch is excellent. Both of them taste like Capri Suns. Right now I'm doing the Citrus Punch, which tastes like fucking Sprite Remix, like the Tropical Sprite Remix. That's what this shit tastes like, dude. Love that. <laughs> Our remix is a great drink mixer. I know that. Oh man, sure. and this this shit is so good. Yeah. Like I don't I guess it's lemon, lime, and blood orange or something, but I mean, god damn, dude. These are beyond dangerous. And like I also know they're good um because my wife likes the the tropical and the fruit punch, and we're gonna have to wrestle to the death for them. Well, Chris, I but, I wish you luck in that endeavor. <laughs> god, they're so good. They are so good. But Cody, speaking of good. Let's dive in to Castlevania season four. Now, you know, I'm I'm pretty exhausted. I was in the driver's seat for all the my hero stuff. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and ride shotgun for a little bit. I'm gonna pull the CD case out of the glove box. I'm gonna pick our uh, tunes. I know how much you love Matchbox 20 on a road trip. So 
I'm gonna throw that in the uh, the old CD player there. But um, before we dive in, Cody, I, again, I can't say enough good. This show is perfect from start to finish. People like to gripe about season three. Season three was excellent, and it tees off what we experience in season four. Um, that's one thing I will say. Um, that sometimes you get like this the nerd culture. They they only want to see the people do the thing in the show. They want to see, they want to see the vampire hunter fight the vampire. They want to see Alucard do the thing. They want to see the superhero do their superhero thing. I feel like a lot of times people just, they, they don't want to, they don't want to play the long game anymore. They don't want to be told a story. Um, and I may be completely wrong on that, but that's just the vibe I get. Cause when you look at, when you look at the show as a whole, season three was less action and more setup. And the setup pays off here in season four because clearly we know that the show is coming to an end for some outside reasons, which, you know, we've beaten on this show before. Fuck that guy. Um, I do think that the story they're telling in season four could have definitely been told over two seasons. But squeezing all of this content into 10 episodes did not diminish the value of what we got at all at all but with that being said cody the show does move at a pretty breakneck pace it is set piece after set piece after set piece after set piece and it finally all comes to a head so cody i am ready matchbox 20 is in the uh it's in the in the cd player <laughs> take us away all right chris well we we pick things up um it looks like uh about six weeks after the mm-hmm. events that happened and Whatever that. Oh, yeah, we get the big the... ass location titles. We get that shit. Oh, Lindenfield was the, the name of the place. Yes. Um, and we see mm-hmm. our, our heroes, Trevor and Sypha, um, kind of just continuing on their like random adventure, just bouncing around from place to place, uh, taking out night creatures along the way. Um, and we're there's there, we kind of get like what we experienced in the trailer was there was y- y- there's talk of like people trying to resurrect Dracula. Yep, and you yeah. got that's kind of what the the focal point of the end of season three was as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we we're pretty much just picking up right where we left off. We're just kind of mm-hmm. they kind of bring you up to up to speed with what's happened since the Lindenfield mm-hmm. incident, if you would call it. Obviously, we had Saint Germain go into yep. the Infinite Corridor, mm-hmm. um, and then I Trevor and Cipher just kind of. Yep, on trucking, like yeah, that's literally what they do, man. Like they go from fight to fight. Like they're they're when we catch up with them, because you know a lot of this fighting, they end up kind of making their way to uh, to uh, back to Targoviste, and again, some of these fight sequences that we're seeing, dude, are just insane. Like when they're in the trees fighting, like the skeletons. Dude, like, they've done a really good job in this show of capturing, like, the platforming aspect of the game. Like, yeah. it's so well done. Yeah, because even, like, when they were in, like, like Dracula's Castle or the Belmont Hold, or like you said, in the trees, there's there's a couple different, like, I guess you'd call them tree fights in this, in this show, or in this season, particularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, Absolutely. That's, that's the vibe I got. It felt like it was, like, a, like a Metroidvania, like, platforming sequence going on mm-hmm. just anime style which was really cool mm-hmm. um and it seems like i'm not i can't confirm this but it seems like a lot of the, the enemies they fight seem like they could just be pulled right from the game 
They are. They, in fact, are like the skeletons, the little imp things that are bouncing around. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the enemies are definitely pulled from the game, which, again, just adds to the flavor of this show, dude. Um, now, while they're going on this little journey, we're actually we are kind of given a little lighthearted moment here, a small little moment of respite where uh, Saifa just starts cussing. And I think it's fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, forget that. Yeah, because she 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 is uh, I I guess she's she's, I mean she's tired of like being like the quote unquote like good girl. <laughs> yeah, and, and like she 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 says shit, and like she says like almost like kind of like like pseudo cuss words, and Trevor's just like giving her shit. She's just like, man, when they you know, like stuff like you kiss your mother with that mouth, stuff like that, and she like blames him. She's like, you turned me into this. This is all your fault. <laughs> Yeah, it's you get some fun banter between these two while they like mindlessly just take out all of these night creatures that are attacking them. Um, Dude, they're such a great couple. Like I, I can't get enough of like. Okay, so first of all, the character dynamics are written so well, and the voice acting is. I can't say enough, Cody. A lot of times you'll get an English dub, and it's okay, right? Like you're like, ah, that voice sounds overly. I don't know. It's just overly stiff or overly enthusiastic or just gruff for no reason. The mm -hmm. voice acting in this show is flawless from the most minor character to your main characters. It's, it, it might be some of the best voice acting ever. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Probably the one of the best dubs, if not the best. Dub. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like we said, we got six weeks where they're just fighting and kind of making their way. Uh, and eventually, like you said, they arrive at Targo Viste, and um, this is where it all started. This is where Dracula first attacked. This is where uh, Lisa was, like, burned at the stake, and, I mean, you guys know all, all of that stuff. Um, mm -hmm. But it's still, like, it's still pretty, like, run down. Uh, like, yeah, and it's overrun by vampires, too, man. Yeah, you still got vampires attacking, you still got night creatures, and, like, Sypha is clearly feeling, like, Pretty pretty guilty about like what's going on because mm -hmm. like when they arrive like vampires are attacking they they kind of fight off some night creatures take them out and then like you can tell she's definitely feeling guilty about like what's what's been happening. Um, mm -hmm. Yep. Now we did um before they made it to Target Vista there is a there is a particular scene where you're seeing like this human sacrifice ritual mm -hmm. and like they're starting to sacrifice children and that's when like Sypha and Trevor just go fucking, they just go ape shit on these guys and just beat the fuck out of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So good. And that that's where we first get to see like, there's like a shrine with like the Grim Reaper. Um, or, yeah, like, which is death. some serious foreshadowing. Yeah. Or death quote unquote. Um, and then like, I know yeah. they attack like another group of night creatures and there's like a, they have like a portrait of Dracula. So like, yeah, you kind of get the vibe that like, Dracula's gonna clearly he, somebody's exactly. trying to get him to come back. Like spoiler alert. Exactly. Like, yeah, and that's and that's that's a very Castlevania thing. There's a lot of times in the game, if if Dracula is not already alive and kicking, it's some random wizard, monk, priest, whatever, who is trying to resurrect Dracula. So we're already on par for you know again we're. This show very much keeps pace with the games, right? It's just, it, it, again, it continues to be a perfect experience. But, Cody, we're introduced to some really fun characters here in Targoviste. Um, our man Varney of London. 
Yeah, we meet Varney of London and Ratko. Where yeah, so we got like an, an English vampire and like a Russian, like this hard school Ruski. Yeah, they're kind of keeping a, wa- a watch on uh, Trevor and Sypha because they they took out some vampires and they've kind of seek shelter in like this abandoned building. Um, yeah, these these are going to be some some minor th- minor inconveniences for our yeah. uh, for our cast. And there's just a, just a couple of goons, man. Especially Varney. Varney just th- he thinks his shit's ice cream and everyone needs two scoops of it. He's just like I. I'm fucking Varney of London. Don't you know who I am? I love how he keeps asking, don't you know who I am? And everybody's like, I don't think they give a shit who you are, but, you know? Yeah, because I guess he's he was an original member of Dracula's court. <clears throat> but he clearly couldn't have been one of Dracula's favorites because Dracula kind of just sent him to Targoviste to... Yeah, go here. Yeah, I guess just guard duty or something. Um... Exactly. Emphasis on duty. <laughs> but, uh, Chris, then we get to flash over to our boy Alucard. Indeed, who uh, has been adding to his collection in front of his castle, by the way. Yeah, it seems like some more humans have come around, and he is... I, I don't know if they if they were like the, the brother and sister or whatever they were before in the last season, but uh, clearly they they rubbed him the wrong way, and he is, he's, got, he's got a whole collection of heads outside now. Um, Dude, and he is drunk as a fucking fish, and <laughs> he takes one of those good old-fashioned, long-quality peas outside. And... Basically, this horse comes walking up with a a, a dead messenger is probably the best way to put it, because um, he's ripped open and clearly deceased, but he's holding a note. Um, from, from the people of uh, Dynasty, I believe is what they are. Uh, I believe Dynasty is the village where everybody's at. Yeah, it's like a village nearby uh, his castle, and they're basically requesting his aid in like killing vampires and like night creatures and all this stuff. And uh, mm-hmm. It seemed like Alucard definitely is still like, still has some good left in him, even though it seems kind of sinister when you look at his the outside of his castle. But uh, oh, dude, yeah, he is. Because uh, he like he, he's he, definitely not in a good place. But he but he still like buries the the guy that brought the message, and like he still ends up going to like help out the nearby town. So like he still has some like quote unquote trust for humans, I guess. Which mm-hmm. as this season goes on, we're gonna see. Uh, you know, it might it might turn around and bite him, but. Uh, yeah, we he, will see. And no, go ahead. Yeah, that's that. That pretty much wraps up episode one here. Um, yeah, and, like we're again, we're get we're getting the tea up here, <laughs> and the story is only going to get deeper from here because um, these next few episodes, man, are some of my favorites. And uh, again, I thoroughly enjoy. Um, a lot of the banter that we got last season and the whole thing with Carmela, her sisters, and um, um, like Isaac and um, Hector. Mm-hmm. So there's yeah. there's a there's a lot to take away from here because we also get um, I, I can't remember if it's in this episode or the next one when when Carmela's sisters on the battlefield fighting. Holy shit! I believe that's the. Episode three, because episode two okay. kind of picks up like like you said, we pick up right out right at Camilo's castle. Um, we got our boy Hector there. Of course, he's got that that like ring where he's got to obey. Uh, I guess he's got to obey Lenore, and I think yep. he's got to obey Carmilla, and like all the sisters have it too. Um, yeah, it's like the uh, it's like the ring. Basically, he he controls something, and then like that ring transfers control to Carmilla and the sisters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and basically they're wanting him to create night creatures for their army so they can 
basically Carmela wants to take over the world. Um, oh yeah, she's changed. She and she has some really great dialogue where it's like you get this very much. She's like, you know, like all we've wanted is stability. All we wanted to do is this, but it's been men who've always taken more than they. You know what I mean? Like she goes on like the uh, just on that tirade, but she's not wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he, basically, Hector. Uh, it it almost seems like Carmela thinks that Hector's stolen because Hector needs to make this his like crafting hammer so he can make the yeah because he is a forge master. Yeah, yeah. Forge master. Yeah. That's what called. And I love. I love the banter between Lenore and Hector, where they're always like they're talking in like sexual innuendos. Oh, yeah. it's super funny, super great dialogue. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, it's awesome. Um, but yeah, we get to see like Hector is not as caged as it seemed, uh, as it seems mm -hmm. that I thought he was gonna be. Um, but he's still obviously being used for his ability. Um, oh yeah, big time. But he actually has. He, he looks like he was able to talk to like a, a vampire like down in the prisons to get one of these transmission mirrors. Which, Chris, at this rate, it seems like everybody has one of these damn mirrors. Um, Dude, I, I want mine. Where's yeah, mine? Yeah, Cody, like, where's my transmission mirror? Where's the vendor that I can go to to just? Oh, he happens to have a trans. Like <laughs> Isaac just finds right. one. Dracula has one, of course. Like everybody's got one of these damn things. But we want one too. So, uh, I want it. Yeah, basically he's been like using this to contact with Varney and basically just kind of banter back and forth with certain people. We'll see more of who he's been talking to later on. Um, oh, yes. Yeah, then we get a scene where Lenore, or Lenore, however you pronounce her name, um, mm -hmm. she she's basically talking with Carmela, and Carmela's pissed because she is, like, she wants to literally take over the world, like I said, and she basically reveals... Uh, to Lenore that like her plans don't aren't just gonna be taking over like Wallachia and Brela and all this stuff like she plans to take over the entire world and basically oh, yeah. like just take just take over like that's her plans which I don't think her sisters were quite um, prepared for like no not at all Car Car Carmela is extremely ambitious and she's had her own agenda pretty much this entire time. Yeah. And uh, we see, like, we see the light from, like, Hector's forge area. He's um, made his fucking hammer. Yeah, he's got a new hammer, which means he can start making night creatures. Um, yeah, that, that's where we kind of leave that story for now. We Then we flash back over to Targoviste. Um, mm -hmm. Trevor and Sypha are once again attacked by, like, I guess these are technically Varney's night creatures. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we meet our, our, our first, I guess, new character of the season, um, outside of Varney and, uh, whatever that yeah, is. Yeah, well, uh, what's your name, uh, Zamfir? Zamfir? Zamfir, yeah. Zamfir. Um, and basically, yeah, she's... she's like the guard, the head guard of the underground court. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we get a really cool scene in this, uh, because, like, it's like they, they pop into this, like, almost like a barn mm -hmm. to try to just, like, all right, well, let's get some sleep. And it's like, nope. Because uh, my man Varney of London and our boy, oh, oh, Uncle Ivan, my man Nikita Koloff up top there. <laughs> yeah, Ratco. That's yeah, right. They, they send their night creatures down to attack. Um, they may kind of make quick work with the help of Zamfir. And... Yep, and a couple other little, like, random guardsmen who actually end up getting killed in the process. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we basically find out, like, the royal family of Targoviste 
had survived when Draculus first attacked uh, the town. And they're in, like, these, they're, like, underground and, like, these catacomb things, like, which is weird all on, on itself. And basically, Damphir wants, wants Trevor and Cypher's help. Uh, but, like, but can I just say, that citrus punch goes down way too fucking easy. Oh, Chris, I'm I'm about ready to crack open my third fruit punch here. So. Dude, I am on tropical punch, <laughs> and I am ready. Like, god damn it, I, I drank half of the case watching Castlevania. <laughs> yeah, they they go down very smooth. Um, Almost too smooth. But yeah, it, it it's it's very interesting. Like, I, I, there's definitely some am- animosity between Zamfir and our our heroes here. Oh, absolutely. Which I mean, I, I guess is expected at this point with everything that goes on in this in this town specifically. Uh, yeah, and there's some neat um, there's some neat things that they find when they go to um, well, because they overpower him. Varney and fucking Nikita Koloff get away, and um, they um, like they go. They I I don't think they go quite down underground, but they're like looking around. Um, mm-hmm. and Trevor finds, like, this, like, glowing stone, which I don't know if it has something to do with the game, or, like, what exactly Um, is. well, I mean, there's so many different glowing orbs and gems <laughs> and items that it may be. Yeah, because, like, I, I, I don't know what exactly is happening here. It's kind of like, like, how Hector, I, I guess we probably should have mentioned this earlier, but, like, Hector's been putting, like, certain stones around Armilla's castle, and I have no idea, like, what they're gonna do at this point, but, like, mm-hmm. we kind of see, like, if it's a glowing stone, it's pretty fucking important. <laughs> like, let's just oh, absolutely. Let's put it that. Absolutely. But, but Trevor kind of pockets it. It's like off like one of the one of the soldiers that's like basically dead at this point. He he sees it and he like just po- pockets it real quick. Uh, yeah, that's that's about all there is for for uh, episode two. But then Chris, we get to see our boy Isaac here in episode. Oh three. my god, dude! This this uh this these next three episodes. This whole because we're getting pretty much the Isaac verse, the Isaac getting his revenge on Carmilla. Mm-hmm. Um, this uh, this arc is coming to a close. Yeah, and of course we get our boy Fly Eyes is here. Um, oh yes, I, him and Isaac basically have a conversation. Um, he's basically just wondering like what what Isaac's plan is. Um, he's kind of just questioning mm-hmm. like what all he's doing and like. Why is he, like, making them, like, I, I guess go against their nature? Like, Isaac's like, hey, you want to have a berry? <laughs> oh, you want to like, grow? He's like, we don't eat, like, we, we eat meat. <laughs> like, well, we don't eat that shit. Right. We, we, feast on, we feast on the souls and the flesh of the living. Mm-hmm. Have a grape. Yeah, it's you so want, funny. You want a fucking blackberry? Here you go. <laughs> Enjoy it. Um, but, yeah. Mm, tastes like, taste like the before times. But, yeah, and then... um. Of course, Isaac. He has one of these fucking mirrors as well, because I think he got oh, the he got the mirror from like the the wizard he took out at the end of season three. Yep. Um. And we got, we got a message from Varney to Isaac, and he basically is like asking for help in reviving Dracula. Um. But it seems like Isaac is like, nah. Yeah, because he's good. still he's still kind of bitter, like not bitter, yes, but like not as angry as he was in season. Was it season three mm-hmm. when um basically Dracula saved his life by obviously throwing him through the mirror and he ended up out there in the middle of fucking nowhere. So there was some animosity there for a while, but it seems like Isaac's kind of 
it looks like he's ready to walk his own path, and we see a lot more of that here in these next couple episodes. Yeah, it seems like he's he's maybe grown grown up isn't like the word the correct like phrase for this. No, no, like, he's matured for sure. Yeah, he's definitely matured. Yeah, that's probably a better better way to put that because like it seems like his views are like let Dracula rest. Like Dracula wasn't clearly wasn't happy um, as we mm-hmm. saw in season two, like or even season one. Like they they killed his wife. Like, and now he's quote unquote with her, uh, mm-hmm. if you will, like in the afterlife. So like, Isaac kind of just wants to do his own thing. Uh, no, absolutely, he does. And yeah, and then uh, pretty much the last group we haven't seen so far, um, I guess outside of Saint Germain. We, now we we switch over to like the Styrian camp, Chris. Uh, mm-hmm. where we got uh, Striga and Marana, Carmela's other two sisters. Oh my God. And, and Marana's pretty frustrated with like. All, all the work they've had to be doing, all this stuff, and, like, they they start to kind of question, like, what exactly mm-hmm. Carmela's up to, because, like, like, they're, they're kind of wondering, like, how much is going to be enough before we can, like, finally just kind of, like, just settle down, like, <laughs> and not have to, like, fight and, like, take over lands and, like, do all this other stuff, because, like, they're getting attacked pretty much nonstop, and, uh, they're, they're, these two are, it, it almost seems like they're gonna... At first, I thought they were going to try and, like, overthrow Carmella, uh, which we'll mm-hmm. see how that kind of plays out anyhow. Um, yeah, they get attacked, Chris, by, like, a group of humans during the day, um, which is probably, probably the worst dude. thing. Dude! <laughs> oh, my God! Yeah, and then turns out Striga, she has, uh, she has, like, day uh, armor. Like, sun armor, or whatever it's called. And Cody, she <laughs> puts that shit on <laughs> and fucking goes to work this i said before we started recording that the the hector i'm sorry the isaac carmilla fight might be my favorite no fuck that when she just lays waste to all of these people like i think this might be the best scene in the entire season yeah she goes to fucking work dude yeah and like even after like she takes all these people out like she actually like when she because she has morana hide and um like the little coffin thing that she sleeps in. Um, and mm-hmm. then after she basically kills all of these humans, she kind of comes down and she's like, she's even like almost guilty about it because like these aren't like, these aren't like soldiers or anything. These are just farmers. Oh, these are like farmers and shit. Yeah. Yeah, because they're just taking over like, and this is like, it, it kind of feeds into that whole thing where like they're kind of questioning what Carmela's doing. Um, mm-hmm. And then of course they get. They got their own transmission, Mir Chris, and they get they get the message from Carmela. It's basically like, "Hey, Hector's ready to forge the army. Come on home." Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Yeah, and we then we of course we flash back to Trevor and Sypha. Um, basically, and we really get to see like how horrible like the city just is. Like people are like in fear for their life pretty much at every every moment. Like, mm-hmm. there's still constant night creature attacks, everything. Um, but yeah, uh, of course, they're they're with Xamphir at this point, and um, they kind of the animosity kind of comes to comes to a front here because Xamphir basically wants their help, and uh, is kind of like Sypha and Trevor are both like, hey, we're, we're kind of tired of being like <laughs> part of yeah, somebody we've else's. Been fighting- yeah, we've been fighting nonstop, and they're kind of actually tired of, like... Because I think in the previous episode, Trevor's even like, man, even if Dracula's dead, the whole fucking world seems to revolve around him. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and like they're always constantly being pulled to like, like oh they got to help out in Lindenfield. Or they get, now they got to go, go help out in Targoviste. Like I, I they just like... want to like live their own little sli- <laughs> they want to get their own little slice of life and just fucking just settle down and make babies and shit. Right, but they of course you get everybody and their brother trying to revive Dracula here. So uh... God damn it! Why? Why? And there's Why? a lot. I guess Why? I just I just didn't. Maybe I need to watch these episodes again that I just didn't understand about mm-hmm. like everything going on with this underground court. Because, well, like... there's like a lot of well, yeah, like there there was a lot happening here. Like there was a bunch of like items that like like I guess like tools and trinkets and stuff. And Trevor's like, I know what this is. Why do you have this? Like he pulls out that fucking little that cross dagger thing, which he uses in the second half of this season, and it's fucking amazing <laughs> um but like yeah it, there's just a lot of a lot of trevor has a lot of questions for what's going on down here and they're kind of being fed from the long end of the spoon you know what i mean yeah absolutely um but yeah uh and, and moving right along here like trevor and cypher kind of go off on their own um and just kind of mm-hmm. like take a night to like basically just think about like how, how they're going to approach this situation because like, like like I mentioned, like they are tired of being like, they're almost like a pawn in somebody else's like. Game. Every time, every yeah. fucking time, and they're over it. You know, they're they're pretty fucking over it. But yeah, and that brings us right in episode four. Um, they're they're kind of just discussing this. Um, and then uh, then we flash over to Alucard. Um, and we see we see Dynasty, This town is clearly being attacked by like night creatures and. Almost these cool looking soldiers in like this red armor, and uh, like mm-hmm. right before it's too late, you know, our boy Alucard swoops in and just fucking just slaughters, <laughs> like just 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 fucking beats face, just beats some serious ass, and I love seeing it. Absolutely lays waste, and then uh, we get we get introduced <laughs> to uh, another new character. We meet uh, Greta, and she is yeah, she's basically like the the leader of this little this little town of Dynasty. Um, yep, and you immediately realize that there's going to be some uh, there's going to be some attraction between her and Alucard. Now, I'm not going to lie to you, Cody. When we first met her, we hadn't seen like the flashback scene yet with San Germain. Um, I thought this was the woman from the corridor. Really? Okay. I was like, oh, this is this is because because uh, right after you meet her, look who fucking comes crawling out of the fucking toilet. Yeah, old, old San Germain comes, and then it's like Just strolling out. Right. It's like. Where the fuck has he been? Because last uh-huh. time we saw him, he was in the Infinite Corridor, and he told Cypher and Trevor, he's like, I'll see you again. Oh, clearly he's popping out of toilets now. Yeah, I guess so. Old Johnny on the spot. <laughs> oh, indeed. And this is this is where we kind of get his... Um, we catch up with him now. We um, you know, we get to see what, pretty much what he's been doing since Season 3. And this is... Like I said, we get like a flashback scene where he meets a woman, and I was like, "Oh, that's literally Greta!" Like we just we just met her. Turns out I was wrong. Yeah, that was actually his like lover. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't oh, even lover. I don't even know if we get her actual name. I don't think we do. I don't think we do either. Even when I'm looking at like the cast here, I don't see it. I don't see a name it, that I it, don't recognize. But yeah, they always refer to her as like. He just kind of calls her like his lover. Like his and, love. And he's like, oh, yeah. I want to tell her that I love her. And it's like, he's got very weird, like, motivation behind it. But, like, obviously she's been stuck in this infinite corridor, which, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But we get we get a cool little, like, 
kind of like a collection of scenes here. Mm-hmm. Where, like, where, like, we get to see some of St. Germain's past, like, where he met this woman. Um, and... and then we catch up to him being, like, going through the corridor, like, trying to find her. And, like, he's he always seems like he's one step behind her. But he he, he meets um um a woman while he's, like, trying to find her. And he's like, oh, you, you missed her. She's been gone for, like, two weeks or something like that. Right, but she gives him this key that'll, like, mm-hmm. it says will, like, unlock everything. Um, yeah, will, Cody, if I don't know better, I say that's going to come into play later. Oh, yeah. yeah we, we're, it's just foreshadowing for, like, the first five episodes here, Chris, before all the, mm-hmm. everything really starts to pick up. Um, yeah, basically, she's an alchemist, and she's kind of, like, questioning, like, whether or not St. Germain's, like, an actual alchemist. And, like, like, she's talking about this ultimate task, and she's, like, testing him, like, questioning, like, what he, like, like, cause he, he's doubting that you can control the infinite corridor, and she's like, nah, you can, you can control it, like, yeah, you're he, cool, bro, you just saw the you monster in it. season three, like, doing this shit, um, but basically, yeah, like, Saint Germain would need to create a rebus, Chris, which is like a, a fusion of two souls into one body, a male and a female, Oh, uh, yes. And that would be able to control the infinite corridor. It's a whole lot of weird al- alchemy stuff here going on. Yes, indeed. Not a whole lot of equivalent exchange happening, but just some weird alchemy. Yeah, some weird alchemy going on here. We got um, some, uh, we got some, uh, what's it? Some fucking Shao Tucker alchemy going on here, boys. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, we got to cover Full Metal Alchemist someday. Oh, we definitely will, boys. Don't uh-huh. you worry about that. But yeah, and it's basically all this is happening six weeks ago. So we kind of get St. Germain's, like, six weeks yep. ago and, story. Kind of like how we got Trevor and Cypher. And again, this is, these things like this is why I say that this story could have easily been told over two more seasons. But I, I felt like I didn't lose anything by them saying, all right, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. We're back. Here we go. Yeah, because they could, I mean, I was pretty confused at a lot of this alchemy talk. I was just like, you know what, let's just... Whatever I'm rolling with it, cause like they they probably like you said they probably could have drawn it out a little more, but obviously with the uh, with things happening outside of the show, like th- this was they they kind of had to jam pack it in here. So like I would de- I'm definitely gonna give this season another watch, um, just mm-hmm. so I can just better. One hundred percent worth it. Yeah, but better understand like the the technical stuff going on outside of the fight. Well, and this is the episode too where we see that uh Saint Germain is uh he's on some shit. He is working with our man Varney of London. That's right, Chris. And it's like, wait a minute. St. Germain's got a minute. fucking transmission mirror, too. God damn it. Everybody's got one of these things but me, Cody. I want one. Chris, I, and, I, I, like, they're just finding these things everywhere. Um, but and, ahead. like, as soon as I saw him talking to Varney, dude, I was like, oh, no. I was like, he's going to be a fucking bad guy, and Trevor's just going to have to kill him. And I'm not going to be upset by it. Yeah, because it seems like, like they're all... Varney's like, oh, I... I I hear you're uh, we're in the same line of work. Or he says like we're we're looking for the same job. Like we're we're both trying to to bring back Dracula because at some point Dracula's got to be used to help make a rebus to control the infinite corridor. And yeah, it's a lot of shit happening. I, I'm just like okay, I I, I don't like uh not not that Saint Germain was a very like trustworthy character. He didn't. Well, I knew he was he was on some side sideways shit when you introduced when he got introduced last season. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, but, and, and then, of course, we flash back to like the present day. Uh, and now that we know all that, Saint Germain's like, huh, "I've got an idea. The only way for everybody to be safe is 
we should probably take everybody back to your castle, right? Right? Uh-huh. Come on. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, and Alucard, of course, being betrayed by humans, what seems like multiple times, obviously we had the season three thing, um, mm-hmm. and then obviously there's more heads outside, but he, he still, once again, he's like, yeah, I guess, I guess right. that, that's an okay idea, and I'm just like, I'm, I'm pretty much Capital idea, old Dude, sport. I literally facepalmed. I was like, what, what are we doing? Come on. Well, I think also, too, well, Greta also is like, I feel like, I, I think he also gets this genuine vibe from Greta. Greta's like literally just trying to save these people. Right. And I yeah. think Alucard, yeah, she, she's very Alucard definitely sees that. Yeah. And, and maybe he sees through, um, like, uh, St. Germain's bullshit, but. Oh, yeah. It's pretty. But also, too, like, he probably just wants to clap them cheeks. Yeah, I think he's starstruck. It. <laughs> oh, indeed. I mean, oh. he's been by himself. Last time he was with anybody is he was tied up with, like, barbed wire and shit. And it was both. not good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like, you know what? He's probably, he probably just needs to, like, do some stuff and yeah. uh, get his mind right. Yeah, he needs to clap some cheeks. and uh, He needs some cheekage. Yeah, because you can see he's already smiling at Greta. And, uh, oh, yeah. And she's smiling back. That's the, that's the first step. Yeah, so basically in our in our next episode, he uh, basically escorts all these villages of Dynasty, including St. Germain and Greta. And, and, and we, we get an awesome fucking fight scene here, dude. Oh, man, oh we, get, we get loads of fight scenes with Alucard here. Um, he's taking dude, out... Dude, Al- I love him fucking warping around, dude. Like, the, the, the Alucard's fight scenes right now are, like, really hard to describe because they're so fast. And it's just like, you see him just out fucking class everybody he's fighting dude oh yeah he's fighting like a spider monster like a centipede thing all all kinds of different cool little monsters that seem like they're just literally pulled right out of the video game and like well, and don't get it twisted because greta's a bad bitch too oh yeah Gre- greta is like she what she got like a like a hammer like a like, fucking she's got like a fucking club and a sword <laughs> and i love the scene and this is one of my favorite lines in the show, and I love how empowering it was when, like, she kills one of the things, and all the villagers are just, like, they got their pitchforks and stuff, and they're, like, kind of scared, and she's, like, she, like, just kills the shit out of one of them. She's, like, look, they're flesh and blood. They can be killed. Come on. Like, she, like, rallies the troops, and I was, like, yes. Fucking get them. She kind of gives them the old pregame warm-up speech. Oh, <laughs> but, like, some of them take it, like, to heart, because you see that scene where, like, the villagers are just, like, clubbing the fuck out of this thing yeah they're like hacking they're like, up, like covered one, in blood one of the dead like they've clearly killed it already but they're just still yeah just hacking away at this thing um, yeah it was really really awesome really awesome scene the the, the walk from uh from dynasty to dracula's castle was very action-packed and very very solid yeah and uh, obviously alucard and greta and, and the and the squad they make quick work of all these night creatures um oh yeah but mostly alucard yeah, most mostly Alucard. He's warping around, tearing heads off. No, he's it's really he's tearing ass. Really hard to put it into words here. So you guys absolutely got to see the like the fight scenes in this. Which yeah, he's a bad motherfucker. Un- like the fight scenes don't stop here. Like this is probably where they start to pick up, honestly. Um, oh boy! But then we flash back to Carmilla's castle, and um, oh. we see Hector. He's kind of he makes his first night creature. Um, mm-hmm. He's and working on Leonora, like she kind of tells him like. Carmilla's like plans are basically like. I, I guess she she kind of brings him up to speed on what's what she, Carmilla's planning. Mm-hmm. That she's like planning to take over the world. Uh, 
Yeah, and like she's it it she's a hard one to read because she seems kind of iffy on all of it. Well, right, because like Hector thought he could trust her before, and like obviously, then he get next thing you know, he's got the fucking ring on his finger, and he's mm-hmm. kind of being controlled. But like, it, it, yeah, like you said, it's it's hard to read her because like she also like talks about like she has nothing like now that Hector like she said that he was the last p- piece of the puzzle that she had to solve. Mm-hmm. Like now that Hector... well, because she's the diplomat, and like diplomacy's done. Like at, at the point, like her her job is done. Like she, I almost feel like she feels useless mm-hmm. because the what she's normally good at. She even straight up says like the time for diplomacy's done. I'm not a fighter. I I I talk to people. You know what I mean? Like, and I really like Lenore as a character. I think she's really really intriguing. Yeah, I, I agree. I I think she's probably my favorite out of the out of the sisters. I don't know, dude. My whole well, my whole girl. Other than my old girl, uh, fucking Striga. Uh, dude, Striga. Boy, oh she gosh. could she could fucking. I'll tell you what, she could choke the life out of me any day. Because <laughs> uh, I tell you what, <laughs> put on that sun armor, baby, and let me have it. <laughs> my God, dude, I would just just watching her just just she was just an ungodly ass beater, and I'm like. That like honestly, I can say now that I, I found a gripe. I if this was two more seasons, we probably would have got another fight scene with her. We probably would have seen her like fight somebody, like yeah. somebody like like a main character, like fight Isaac or somebody. Fuck, dude, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, they, I would I, I would have probably shit your pants. I mean, they could have introduced any little side character and just had her mop oh, the floor with them. Uh, God damn right. Which is unfortunate because we don't get to see really much more of her. Uh, yeah. But anyhow, she has then, like one more scene. Yeah, and then we, uh, Hector kind of compares like Carmilla lying to Lenore, like the same way that Dracula mm-hmm. lied to Hector. Which I honestly I don't remember what Dracula lied to Hector about. Cause it, yeah. it, Hector was always like the one that was kind of sketchy at at Dracula's castle, other than Carmilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something I just I just got I guess it's just past me. Like I I don't remember it from all the other animes we've been watching. Um, mm-hmm. But regardless, now we're back on route. To uh, to, to I, it's still technically called Dracula's Castle, but it's Alucard's in charge now. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got some more fighting. They're fighting through the the night creatures. Um, and Greta kind of opens up to Alucard, kind of explains like her family family history that they've always lived in like Dynasty and like the woods and like this is where they're from. And and you can tell this is where like the the relationships starting to kindle here, Chris. Um. I love it. I love to see it. Yeah, because our, our boy Alucard deserves something. Uh, <laughs> he, he deserves a win. He definitely needs a win after all the bullshit. Yeah, because he even talks about like he's he's followed this pattern of like being alone, and then like mm-hmm. fighting, and then being alone, and then fighting, and like yeah, kind of just like the pattern he's been stuck with. And yeah, he definitely he deserves a win, like you said. Um, but of course, they arrive at Dracula's castle, Saint Germain, fucking. Basically, has a fucking orgasm outside. I mean, looks over, he sees the Belmont hold. He's losing his damn mind. You know, he's up to oh. no good. Oh, that son of a bitch! <laughs> That's right, Chris. And uh, basically, Alucard just welcomes all these people into his house, which is uh, you'd think he'd learn by now, but yeah, nope, <sighs> nope. <laughs> and then we flash over to Targaviste, um, and this is where Cypher is kind of getting pissed off because. She start and she starts questioning Zamfir because like mm-hmm. it seems like Zamfir is like, like 
like she's wanting to take like the what little food these people like the citizens have. She's wanting to like basically take everything they have and like, oh, we need it for the for the as a tribute for the court. Uh, and like, which we find some bullshit out with the court. Yeah, it seems like Zamfir is clearly also feels pretty crooked in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. She's not looking out for like the the well being of like the citizens. She's just looking out like for. For number one, yeah, the royal family of this. I I, I don't know. Um, I'm skeptical. And Trevor kind of just takes a back seat, and he's just kind of impressed by like Sypha's like behavior. Um, oh, yeah, she's a she's definitely a changed woman. She has a uh, come out of her shell, as yeah. it were. And yeah, um, well, yeah, because he's calling Zamfir out on literally bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, Trevor kind of goes off on his own and. uh he like finds like a, I don't know how. What do, what do you call that? Like a, I'm trying to think of what these are called. It's basically like a door on the ground. What what are those fucking called, Chris? What am I trying to? What's a trap the word? door? A trap uh, door? Not a trap door, like a cellar door, maybe. A cellar door. That sounds good to me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like you hide yeah, from that, a tornado. That ground down. door. Yeah, the, the ground, ground door. Yeah, like have you ever seen Twister when Helen Hunt? Very beginning with yeah. a little girl, and they go down. It's like the cellar. Like they go down there to hide from the tornado. Um, but of course, yeah, the ground door. You know, yeah. Trevor one. knocks on that, sees if anybody's home, and of course, Chris, we got a night creature busting out. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and uh, kind of goes straight for Zamfir, and we see like he has like this little green. It almost looks like a nail, uh, but it turns out this thing is a tracking device from uh, yeah, from old boy uh. Uh, what's his name? Oh, Varney Rat- of London? Varney and Ratko. <laughs> Fucking uh, Varney and Ivan Kola. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they basically put this tracking device on her. Um, which I feel like Xamphir knows that something's on her, but she doesn't mention it to anybody. So, whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Xamphir's already sketchy in my book. She's she's on she's with St. Germain in this, like, being sketch. Um, but yeah, um, they... They take out the night creature. Uh, Sypha, like, stabs it with a fucking giant ice pick. and um, Basically, then, like, then we uh, we get to see back over to Isaac. Um, he's kind of got, he's got, like, his mirror all, all ready. He's got, like, his fucking full army, and he's kind of, like, rallying the troops. really. Yeah. He's, like, we're heading to Styria, and he, he basically gives, gives old, uh, Fly eyes, which unfortunately we don't see fly eyes really. I don't think at all. Fucking, fucking fly eyes. Yeah, that, he's done. Like it, it's pretty much it with him. Which is kind of unfortunate because like he seemed to be like the main night creature of of Isaac. Um, but yeah, basically Isaac's like, hey, you guys can kill everything in Syria. Um, yeah, and basically care. opens. I guess you can o- open portals through the mirror that he has. Yep. And he basically just literally rains his troops down on on Dysteria. Oh, dude, and this is these two episodes coming up right here, dude, are absolutely fantastic. Yeah, very hard to do these these episodes justice. Yeah, because I mean, <laughs> they're basically they're just a full-on assault of Carmela's castle. Like, I love the scene where, like, Isaac, like, pops into like, he, like, breaks into the castle, like, crashes through a window, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, vampire students or something like sitting there in a library and like all of a sudden like his creatures just fucking come in oh he just fucking just... 
He snaps his fingers, Chris. Murks them. Like fucking Thanos snaps yeah. and the night creatures just slaughter them. Um, they're fucking dead. I love it. Yeah. and So uh, good. Obviously, Carmela's like, what the fuck's going on here? Uh, and before she can even, like, go to make a move, like, night creatures are already in her, like, uh, not like a throne room, but I, I guess that's probably, like, what you could describe it as. Like, her, her like, area where she plans all of her and, like, prepares and all that stuff, like, mm-hmm. and she, Chris, Carmela is not to be fucked with. She is one bad bitch. Like, she Dude. is, she is Dude. slaughtering, like, cutting the arms off these things and, like, tearing heads off, like. Make no bones Dude, about it. She, she has like this awesome like this. I love I love her sword by the way, and dude, like she is just standing in like a pool of these creatures' blood, like, and I love how like she's just like you know throw everything you got at me. You cannot touch me. I'm fucking. Car-. She says like I'm Carmela of something, and it's just like oh my god, I've got a boner. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Carmilla of Styria or something like that. Um, so while while she's beating ass, um, we flash over to Lenore, and she's like freaking out, obviously, like they're under attack. Goes to find Hector, and Hector basically informs her, like, you know, this is Isaac, like he's here to pretty much kill me, kill your sister, like kill us all. Um, yep. And he basically... And puts, he actually communicates with Isaac here too, doesn't he? Yeah, well, he, like, puts her in, like, a, a cage thing. Like, he's been setting up these, like, little traps just in case, uh, like, for when shit hits the fan, which clearly is happening here. Um, so he's got her in a magic little cage thing to basically prevent her from interfering with anything and kind of just to protect her. Um, yep. And then old, old boy Isaac kind of, he shows up and he's like, uh, oh, and I, I should say Hector's also, like, reveals to Lenore that he's been conspiring with, like, Varney... And, uh, like the others about reviving Dracula. Um, but then Chris, old boy Isaac arrives. And boy, oh boy. I did not expect this scene to go the way it, it does because, like, they kind of just, they kind of just talk it out. Like, there's, yeah. I, I really, oh, I thought, I thought he was dead. I thought Hector was fucking dead. Yeah, I thought Isaac was killing, killing Hector, killing Lenore. I thought he was killing everybody. Um, Hell, Hector thought Hector. Hector thought Isaac was killing Hector. Right, and he like offers his life, like as long as they'll spare Lenore. And then Isaac's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. I'm not here for revenge. You know, like we acted like children in the past. Um, time for us to like grow up and uh, like mm-hmm. find their find their own path in life, basically." And, uh, I, yeah, I I love the 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 mentality and like the change of pace with mm-hmm. Isaac here. Yeah, because you, I, I fully expected. I was like, oh, Hector's fucking going to Suplex City here. (laughs) Even the whole fucking time they're talking, like after this, after like everything is settled, I was like, Isaac's just gonna kill him. Like he's gonna stab him. He's gonna poison him. He's gonna do something. Yeah, you thought. I'm I'm jumping the gun a little bit, but yeah, like the tension seems like it's there, but it's 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 really not. Like it really isn't. It really fucking isn't. And he's like, hey, can you tell your night creatures to stand down so we can just focus on taking out Carmella? And Hector reveals, like, that he's got, like, these runes placed all through the castle, which I kind of briefly mentioned earlier, that, like, will basically teleport Hector right to where Carmela is. Mm-hmm. Or to Carmela's, like, chambers. Um, and, like, he's like, I can't... He's like, I got this fucking ring on, so I can't tell the night creatures to, to stand off. But then 
Hector's like, hey, let me see your knife. And Chris, I thought this, I thought Hector. Was I thought Hector. this was it. This was it. I thought it was it. I was like, Hector's got Isaac's knife. I was like, he's going to stab Isaac. And I, this is, this. don't kill my boy Isaac like this. But no, he, he just cuts his own fucking finger off, takes care of the ring thing. Yep. Kind of severizes him, or severs his ties to. Uh, yeah, he, ca- he cauterizes the, the, the thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 it severs the ties I to. Uh, severizes the fucking, there. <laughs> he fucking severizes the. That's the, uh, that's the fruit punch talking there, Chris. <laughs> goddamn right. Yeah, they sever the connection with the uh, with the sisters, and then uh, he cauterizes the wound so he doesn't bleed out. But boy, he is a uh, he's looking a little peaked. He is bleeding like a sieve. Yeah, and Isaac Isaac cauterizes it for him. So like, it seems like all is well uh, with those two. Um, which is interesting. I, I expected that scene to go way differently, but Chris, it's time. Yep. Now, now we're going back to Carmela because she is laying. Yep. And we have this really cool thing. Right. I can't remember if this is where he does the thing where, you know, you see throughout the early episodes when you see Hector, he's like putting these little things into walls and like doing something that just seems really odd. Yeah, well, that, that's what I was like briefly mentioned before, but yeah. And no, that's how basically he can get up to Carmela. How Isaac can get to Carmela, and uh, it's time for that showdown, Cody. Like you said, yeah, because Carmela's laying waste to all these night creatures, demons, all all the stuff. But it's time for a, for a little one v one, and in air quotes here, because Isaac definitely has some help from his uh from his night creatures. But uh, oh yeah, but I, I feel like Isaac just kind of outclasses her every step of the way, dude. I don't know. I think it's with the help of the night creatures. Because, like, they're blocking, like, the blows that would have killed him. Well, um, and he's got his dude, right? Like, his fucking homeboy. Like, his, uh... Like, his one, like, guardian demon angel that's, like, like just... Yeah, where... I don't know. Where like, is Fly Eyes at, though, Chris? Dude, <laughs> I, Fly Eyes is... Fly Eyes should have been in this scene. And he's just, like, he's, gone. Like, they have a conversation. He eats a couple dude, berries. And Fly Eyes is eating blackberries out of his <laughs> belly button is what he's doing. <laughs> It's, just it's, straight up goofing. Yeah, like if you're looking for a gripe, this could probably be one. Like that, Fly Eyes has a conversation, and then he's just gone. Like he's just never there again. And it seems he discovered like, blackberries, and that yeah, was it. This man's off. I'm a changed pick, man. Yeah, picking berries. Um, but yeah, we get this awesome Hector, or excuse me, Isaac versus Carmela, and like, like you mentioned earlier, like there's just a pool of blood from all the night creatures killed, and like it is. Dude, it is awesome. Like it, it's so hard to put it into words to do it justice. Um, she's beating ass. Like, but I, it's like you great. said, Isaac is definitely outclassing her. Um, and then eventually, and he he gets the fatal blow, man. He gets her like right under the ribs, right under the old riblets there, the old Applebee's riblets. Yeah, that's right, Chris. And then uh, Carmela kind of just decides, you know, she's gonna she's gonna take her own life. Like she says, "You don't deserve my blood," uh, which oh, I believe is like man. the title of the episode. Well, uh, it is. Um, and uh, I love she's about to blow up and like his his fucking boy, his old wing boy, like because like he sees it's going to blow up and he's like, oh, shit, like Isaac's going to die. And he like covers him up and it was just like, oh, so good. Should have been fly eyes, man. Should have been it was fly eyes. If fly eyes would have sacrificed himself, I'd have fucking turn a blackberry up for the boy. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like blackberries up for the homies. Maybe we don't introduce Fly Eyes. Maybe we introduce this guy because he clearly seems way more like powerful, and, like protective oh, of Isaac. Maybe that should have been the guy that had the conversation, or that should have been like the one that can talk. Because it seems like yeah, most well, of the night creatures. But you know, either way, we got a badass fight scene. Um, Carmela's taken care of. Um, problem solved on that end. Um, 
And then we flash to Striga and Morana. Because they're basically, they've returned outside and they see this explosion. And Morana's like, Carmela just died. Yep. And, and this is the end of our girls. They're like, well, fuck it. We're going west. Yeah, it seemed like they were going to kind of overthrow Carmela or like kind of do their own thing. And now they're just yeah. like, well, look at that. All Somebody right. else did it for us. Uh, fuck this. We're out of here. <laughs> yep. See ya. <laughs> and then, I'm going to get a protein shake. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think we see them for the remainder of the show. I think that's it for I them. don't think we do, honestly. Yeah, that's it. Like, that is literally it. Yep. And then uh, we kind of, Isaac and Hector kind of meet back up. Um, Hector. And dude, I, this, I thought he was still going to kill him. Like, right here, I thought he was still going to kill him. I think at this point, I, w- I was like, okay, I think we're we're boys again. Like, at this but, like, point. but also, too, like, Isaac plays the long game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and they, they kind of just hash it out a little bit here. And I, Hector kind of talks about like uh, how he's planning to like revive Dracula. And Isaac's like, look, just let him sleep, man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. He's, he's earned his rest after all this. Yeah. And basically Isaac asks Hector, like, what, what are you going to do now? And Hector's like, look, I just want to be alone with Lenore and like do our own thing. And Isaac's like, sure. Do your thing. All right. Yeah, and they kind of like, they're good. They're boys. Like, I don't know if they're boys, but they're like, yeah, they're they're like went a lot different than I thought it was gonna go. Oh, at, definitely. At the very yeah, end. they're they're okay. The kids are all right. Right, Chris. Um, but now it's we we still got other matters at hand, Chris. Because <laughs> there's we we got to learn about this underground. Um, yeah, we've kind of like we haven't seen much of like what's going on. with Finally, yeah, they say this royal family survived, but Cody, where is this royal family? Yeah, where the fuck is the royal family? Because like, what's her name? Zamfir, Zamfir. Mm-hmm. Zamfir. Uh, she finally like takes Trevor and Sypha down there, and it seems like it's just more like starving people. They got like a, they got like holy water, kind of flowing through like this this underground area, but it, like this royal family isn't alive. Like they are fucking dead. <laughs> like oh, they they're dead like fried chicken, Cody. Yeah, and it's like, what? Why is she like? I don't I don't know. I don't like the characters in Fear. I always thought she was sketchy, but like, there's not like the family isn't even there. It's just like treasures and stuff. And like, oh, they're gonna. She's like, oh, they're gonna wake up. Like, lady. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. They're gonna wake up. It's fine. Yeah, they're not waking you know, up. Fine. Like they're, they're no, <laughs> nobody's waking up here. Like. Like, yeah, they're dead. We even see like dead. the throne room is just like two skeletons with like jewels and like oh my god, yeah, the they're, whole, they're, like, they're they're king they're and dead. queen garb, and it's like these guys are fucking dead. Like they've um, been dead, Cody. They're not just dead; they've been dead. Yeah, we see Trevor. He kind of we get clearly some more foreshadowing because Trevor grabs a little holy water, and this is I think this is where I know you mentioned it earlier, but I think this is where he actually finds the the little tool. Like oh, the, the dagger, the little the, fucking cross yeah. dagger, and he tells yeah. like a little story about it. It's and like I love how this is where like Trevor's like, you know, I I, I know this stuff. Like I I drink. I you know I'm I'm just a big dumb belligerent animal, but like I know this shit. Yeah, he's so remembered like, stuff from like his mother's writings. Like and obviously like yeah. at the Belmont Hold, they they keep track of everything there. Um, but all of this gets pretty much interrupted by. Uh, our boys Ratko and but Barney. Fucking, that's, that's right. Nikita Koloff and Lord Steven Regal coming in hot. <laughs> Ready to besmirch a motherfucker is what's happening. 
That's right. And we get we get some cool little little, little back and forth like fight scenes here. Um Actually, I probably should say Rusev and Lord Steven Regal. That probably makes more sense. Oh boy, Rusev for, for the more modern audience. That's right, Chris. But uh, but yeah. Um, and I can't remember. Is this the episode where we? It might be in a future episode where we kind of get Barney and uh, Ratko kind of like. No, that's this episode. Rat- Barney's like talking all this shit, and Ratko's like, "You're you suck." He's like, "You're a piece of shit." No one gives a fuck about you, and like. Dude, Dracula didn't like, give a fuck about you. Like, <laughs> Rack is like, I'm the fucking man. You're not. Like, you're a piece of shit. I don't know. I'm a soldier. I don't know what the fuck you are. And it's like, yo, it's such a great scene because, like, it's like because all Barney does every time something goes wrong, he's like, I'm fucking Barney of London. What? Like, you don't know who I am. And Rack is finally like, you know what? I'm done with you, dude. Like, you're you're fucking nobody. Like, Dracula. Yeah, you're, you're a, a fucking bitch. Up- Dracula sent you to a place like that he already like took over. Yeah, you're a bitch. And so like they're they're kind of getting they're just getting mouthy with each other. Um, mm-hmm. while, while, and I I guess I kind of jumped the gun a little bit here because we also have some scenes back at Dracula's castle, Chris, with Saint Germain, mm-hmm. and he is doing some some sketchy shit. He is uh yes, he's he's in the room with um. Well, he's putting symbols all over the fucking all over the castle. And he's kind of like how Hector was doing. Yeah, um... like like Carmilla, or like Hector was doing at Carmilla's castle. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, he comes across... He's basically looking for the room where Dracula died, which obviously was like... Was um, Alucard's childhood room. Yeah, and he sends his little... He's got his... <laughs> he's got his pocket mirror, Chris. God, everybody's got his... Everybody's got fucking mirrors. He's got the fucking travel edition. Yeah, and he, he messages... Uh, I don't even know what this dude's name is, but he, he had met with him earlier... And he basically mm-hmm. was like, send your troops this way, um, towards the Nesty. Yep. So, like, all these troops that have been attacking, like, Alucard and uh, Greta, like, these are all, this is all planned by St. Germain. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's basically like, a, he's found this location, and you know you know he's just up to no good. Um, but we'll, and then we kind of see, like, we flash over to these troops traveling towards basically Dracula's castle at this point. So, like, you know there's a conflict getting ready to to go, to happen. Um, and then we see, like, inside of this caravan, we see, like, these, I don't know what they're really called. Like, they're, like, vampires that are, like, sewing together body parts of, like, a half-man. It's so weird. It's like they're woman. making, like, almost like a manic- mannequin-type thing, but... Yeah, and it looks yeah, like, it's like, weird. like it has, like, the ring, so it, I didn't know if it was, like, part of Carmilla, because it had the ring. It had mm-hmm. the little, uh, the ring that Hector had on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was very confused. I was like, is that Carmilla's body on one half? Which I thought would matter, but it really doesn't, but it, I don't know, it just has, like, the, the same ring that all the sisters wear and that Hector had on. Um, but they're mm-hmm. sewing together body parts of, like, this half-man, half-woman, they call it a rubric. Um, yes. So you know, basically a hermaphrodite. Yeah, which is, I mean, it's it's very odd, like what's going on here. Um, yeah, I kind of jumped the gun there, but then, like, then we I'm head sorry? down, we head down into the this underground fort or whatever the hell Zamfir calls this thing, and that's when our boy, oh boy, Varney and uh, <laughs> Ratko show up yeah. and kind of kind of crash the party. Um, Dude, Ratko's badass. Oh yeah, he's, he, Ratko is definitely badass. Yeah, I, I like how he he calls out fucking Barney on his bullshit. 
Um, oh, man. Yeah, they attack with their night creatures. Um, Sypha and Trevor obviously making pretty quick work of these guys. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, old girl Zamphir gets, uh, gets, gets stabbed, and uh, she, she takes the L here, Chris. Oh man, yeah, she uh she gets rocked pretty hard by old um. But, I mean, she was by old Racka here. She was being sketchy anyhow, like. Yeah, um, but she does it like because like Sypha like kind of gets under like what are you doing? You need to save these people, and she actually saves like a mother and child, and then uh, our man Trevor beats the fuck out of Racka. I love oh, yeah. it. Yeah, because I I think he's the one that stabs her, and he's like claims yep. that he's immortal, and then. Trevor's like nobody's immortal. Yep. Ends him, but meanwhile, I guess meanwhile, meanwhile, we'll say it twice here. While this is all going on, oh boy, Saint Germain, his troops have arrived at Dracula's castle, and like, yep, oh Alucard and Greta, and like the the citizens of what the fuck's her town called again, Chris? Damn it. Uh, Dynestia, 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 something like that. Something like that. I don't know. The truly nastia. The truly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the trulys are getting to me, Chris. But uh, oh, it happens. They're so damn we, good. We, we kind of so get smooth. like our 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 fight scenes kind of just going back and forth here. We're going back and forth from Alucard, and like these guys that are attacking, they got like some creatures of their own. They got like some stone, almost stone golem, stone giants, if you will. Mm-hmm. And then they got like this T Rex night creature. Like it almost reminds me of Godzilla because it's shooting fucking beams out of its mouth. Dude, old fucking Theodore Rex is crushing, dude. <laughs> like and like they're like they're they're trying to just storm the castle, but like obviously Alucard and Greta are holding it down. But they eventually have do have to retreat inside. Right, and of course while they're trying to fucking fend off everybody, you got Saint Germain doing. Like, you see, like, every person that dies, like, their souls are kind of going into, like, those things that St. Germain set up. Which makes me wonder, can anybody else see that? Because, like, I imagine if you see a bunch of red souls going into your front door, you're going to be like, the fuck is that? Well, they do, because Greta ends up noticing. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads them up to, like, and then, we're, we're, of course, we're, we're seeing scenes of St. Germain, and he's got the his key, and he's collecting these souls. Um, and also, while that's going on, um, Varney is like, "Hey, you guys know where the mirror is? You know where the mirror is?" Like while they're back at the um, at um, Targovaste, because like it looks like Varney is trying to work his way to Dracula's castle as well. He's like, "Yeah, you know where the mirror is? Okay, we'll find." He, he like eventually finds it. Yeah. So like, you got Saint Germain up in up in Alucard's room trying to fucking resummon Dracula. He's got like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to call it. He's got like a force field around him. So Alucard's kind of, he's pretty much in between a rock and a hard place. So he's like, all right, fuck this. I got to go downstairs and take care of all the night creatures down here. Meanwhile, back at the underground tombs, like I said, Zamfir gets killed. And then um, Barney, yeah. he finds his way to the mirror because he, he walks into like the throne room. Where like, mm-hmm. like Zamfir said, like the, these people are, this king and this queen, the royal family of Targoviste are still alive. Oh, they're dead as fuck. And he kind of oh, yeah. just pushes their bodies out of the way and finds the mirror behind him. And basically just steps through it and teleports himself into Dracula's castle. Yep. So, and uh, that, that episode ends with, uh, with um, Cypher and, uh, Cypher and uh, Trevor. Yeah, they take out the remaining nine Are creatures. you ready? 
Yeah, they take yeah. out the remaining night creatures, and they're like, oh, here we go. Let's dive here on we through. Go. We, we got to go now. And, of course, Chris, they, like, I can't remember if it happens. It must be the next episode that happens. Yeah, it's the next episode, because, like, the, the, the night creatures have stormed the castle. Like, they are, and you've got, you've basically got Greta and everybody trying to thin these off, Alucard fighting, and then, like, as he's about to get overwhelmed, you see the fucking flame come down one side. You see the fucking vampire killer come down the other side. And you're like, you start doing the Daniel Bryan, baby. You're just like, yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. It's chills. Yes. 100% chills. Because, like, we've been waiting to see the gang back together. Because they haven't been together oh, since, since season two. Season two. Yeah. yeah. And, like, and uh, I, I love how Alucard's, like, snarky. And he's like, Ugh. I was already having a bad day. And I was just like, yeah, it's like, it's as, like if, I, as if my day wasn't going badly enough. It's forever. Bad exactly. <laughs> so great. And then like the fucking gang proceed to just whoop fucking ass. Oh yeah. That's perfect. Chris. It's like, I, I think it's a good 10 minutes of just ass beating. And it seems oh, like dude, just unstoppable ass beaters, man. All of these like random, like quote unquote generals, if you will, like each one takes out like their own, like Trevor te- fights a guy that can like teleport through walls. Sypha's doing her magic, just beating ass. And I love Trevor, like, using the whip and the little fucking dagger. He's, like, throwing it like a boomerang, dude. These fucking fight scenes are just sploosh nonstop. Yeah. Like, I'm just at full fucking salute the whole time. <laughs> My God. Yeah, no way to really do it justice uh, with words. Just watch it. You need to fucking watch it again. But yeah, It's that good. Eventually, this all comes to, like... We we get like the generals that are running this caravan with this sketchy like Rebus body, and they bring it into Varney and Saint Germain, and like you know like yeah, Varney's there now by the way Varney has made it in yeah Varney's made his way there and um, Saint Germain this is where shit gets weird man yeah it gets real weird because Saint Germain kind of starts to question himself uh, he's like am like am I, am I doing he... he says like Hira am I doing the right thing or like the wrong yeah. thing. Yeah, because like he's really like it's it's like he's just there. He he wants his girl back. That's all he wants, right? And it's the classic tale of I'll do whatever it takes to be reunited with the love of my life. And of course we all know that entails very bad decisions. Oh, absolutely. But then like when he's talking with Varney, Varney's like, Yeah, when we met before and Saint Germain's like, Oh, I don't we haven't met before until now and he's like, Oh no. And then Varney turns into the chick that gave him the key from the, the alchemist, corridor. yeah. Like the alchemist it's like, chip. oh shit. But then he changes again into just death, which I I, I don't know if death is what? in like the Castlevania games, but like he just turns in. Oh, it's, it's definitely that death because death has always been in most of the Castlevania games. Mm-hmm. Death has always been like the boss you fight before you fight Dracula. Okay. Well, he looks fucking badass and much oh, cooler than Varney in every way, shape, and form. And he's basically like, hey, you're going to... You're, you're going gonna to do, do this or I'm going to kill you. Yeah. You want to see your girl again? Fucking bring back Dracula and Lisa and put And he's got his... the old fucking grip on the back of the neck. I'm like, oh man, he's just dead. He's just fucking dead here. Yeah. And he's like, put put him in there, this Rebus body. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, our, our gang, they kind of make their way up there. They got to fight some more badass fights. We get like... I don't know if these are bosses from the Castlevania games, but they sure do seem like it. Yeah, you got like these, like, they're almost like wizards. You got the one using the bones, and like, it's just so cool. And like, how like Trevor loses the whip, but then like he's back against the wall, but then Alucard kills his, and then like Sypha kills her. You know, like, I just love this little three way, like, dance that they have. 
right. it's so fucking cool. Yeah, like this whole episode is just you know, like the gang's back together. Like, <laughs> oh man, like we have this is the first time we've seen them all fight together since um since they the fought last, Dracula. Yeah, in since season the last two. time they were in this castle. Like, yep, I um, love it. And eventually, of course, they make their way to the. Uh, um, what am I trying to say here? Alucard's old bedroom. Yeah, Alucard's Alucard's old bedroom and. Bar- or God, these names are getting confusing. Uh, St. Germain kind of pulls Dracula and Lisa through and puts them into this Rubus hermaphrodite body thing. It's and... such a weird scene because, like, Dracula's talking, then Lisa's talking. It's like, ooh. Yeah, and they're like, I recognize this room. Yada, yada, yada. And then, like, <laughs> at this point, St. Germain's like, hey, Belmont, make yourself useful. And I, w- I was like, Oh, you're the one that's fucking everything up. Like, St. Germain is the yeah, problem. Yeah, like, this is your fault. <laughs> this is, everything happening in this scene is your fault. But, like, Trevor, like, breaks through his little force field, kind of comes to the rescue, and, like, hits this Rubus thing into, like, a, like the portal. Or, no, no. What he does is he takes out the holy water they got from the underground thing, mm-hmm. throws it on his new little shuriken blade thing, and slings it through it, like, cutting it in half. Um, and then we get like a big giant explosion, um, and kind of when when all, all the smoke settles, we got like death obviously still alive. Um, it seems like the rubris thing is taken care of at this point. Um, and then Chris, we get kind of a almost like a farewell scene from Trevor here, because like he's up on like a certain platform. Um, Saint Germain's been stabbed with a portion of Trevor's weapon. Like his little shuriken thing, and then like mm-hmm. Trevor kind of looks down to Sypha and uh, Alucard, and he's like, he tells he tells her that he loves her, and like, yeah, like we're clearly getting our our final battle here. It's gonna be Trevor going on against going up against death with just the just the whip, whatever is it called, the vampire killer? Is the vampire killer? Yep. Yeah. So he 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 kind of squares up against him, and this is a this is our final fight, Chris. Um, which, I mean, it's pretty cool because, like, Death has, like, you know, your cliche, like, Grim Reaper scythe thing. And, I mean, he is, like, clearly a, a gigantic compared to Trevor. Um, but Trevor Trevor ends up holding his own and... Uh, Uses the, uh, the the dagger with the jewel at the end and yeah. just stabs him right in the head. Yeah, we see, like, the dagger he found earlier in Targaviste and, like, the jewel. He, like, throws the jewel in. I don't know what... I, I'm assuming it's from a game. But I, I really don't Probably. know. But he throws a jewel in, puts like this ring on, or puts the ring in. I, I don't know. He's got he all fucking these... equips up. <laughs> puts all the fucking glowing objects together to form this blade, and mm-hmm. basically stabs it into the the head of death. Um, yep. And you just watch like him like kind of evaporate, and you watch death evaporate. It's just like yeah, and like the, the that entire chunk of like Dracula's castle just falls. Gone. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like. Know, did our hero make it out? You know what? What do we got going on? Like, and then we're going right into the final episode. Um, Indeed, and uh, I will say they wrap everything up nicely here because we um we do get to see our friends uh, Lenore and Hector one last time, and uh this scene is rough, right? Like they're they're hanging out together. They're they've clearly been drinking all the wine, but man, like Lenore, she's kind of over it. 
Yeah, she, she has does... really nothing else going on. Yeah, I, I, this went a lot different than I thought it would. Um, I thought they were kind of ha- gonna have their own little happily ever after. Um, because there was always like some fun banter and like they had some mm-hmm. sort of a relationship, of course. Um, but basically, she's like, "Look, I don't want to live like this, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna head outside." I'm just gonna and, end it. Like the sun's rising. She's like, "I'm gonna go see the sun." You guys talk about. Yeah. And she just kind of. Yeah, kind of just turns into dust. Yeah. And that's really, and, uh, that's all we get to see of, of those two. Though it is kind of funny that she's like, I don't want to be in a cage. It's like, bitch, you literally tried to do that to Hector. Like, yeah. Last yeah. season. I, and that, now a, you don't like it? Pretty much what I said word for word out loud. I was like, uh. And she's not even in a cage, really. Like, I oh, guess she says that like, King Isaac's watching over her, but like. But like, Hector actually like, likes you a lot. Yeah, and Hector's like, Isaac knows not to fuck with her. Because like. Yeah. Hector's like, hey, just leave her out of it. Like she's not one of she's not Carmela, obviously. She's not like evil. Well, like she's she's had her evil ways in the past, but she's like Yeah, like Isaac's done. Isaac's done fighting. Like he's ready to just live his life now. Yeah, so and then we then we flash over to Dracula's castle and like the Belmont hold and we see like the aftermath. Um Yeah, like all the villagers are just like everybody seems to be happy, like they're trying to like rebuild a village around Dracula's castle. And um, you see uh, um, Alucard and Greta have a nice little conversation. And at that point, Sypha leaves the castle. And uh, she's ready to go. Like, she's just like, she's yeah. still so distraught over Trevor being gone. Yeah, it turns out she hasn't talked to anybody in like two weeks. Um, she's pregnant. Which... Yeah, that was a big like, oh, I, she's like, I am very much pregnant. And it was like, oh, yeah, okay. We, we didn't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. And That's like, a nice little surprise. Trevor's basically trying to convince her, "Hey, like you should stay. Like we're gonna we're gonna name the town Belmont. We're gonna like, you know." And yeah, like, and she starts to like come around too. She's like, I "Yeah, she guess, starts." I guess and she's like, "Well, why are they building this over there? Why are they doing that? The water? Why are they?" Like, she like turns into like the mom all of a sudden, which is really cool. Right, and like Greta, Greta's obviously helping out our boy Alucard with the convincing here. Um, yeah, they want to like raise their families in this town and like. And, like, she's even, like, Sypha's like, eh, she's a good one, Alucard. Like, she's she's pretty headstrong. You've got your work cut out for you on this one. That's right, Chris. But then they recognize oh, the horse that's man. strolling up. There's a figure on the horse. You know who it is, like, Chris. Like, up. And I was like, please be Trevor. Please be Trevor. And then when, like, <laughs> I love the fucking banter here because, um, She's like, she was so worried he was dead. And she's just like, God damn it, somebody come over. She's first, she's like, somebody come help this man. And then he's like, you know what scared me most of all? The thought of you naming that kid Trevor or Trevi or something. And yeah. she's like, nope, never mind. Somebody come over here somebody and kill come this over man. And kill him. Yeah, it's some definitely some fun banter, which, like, I mean, it's par for the course at this point. And, uh, and we have the Han Solo moment, the I love you, I know moment, which is really cool. Mm hmm. And I love the joke that Alucard's like, they're like, oh, because they, he's like catching up with Trevor and he's like, oh, you're building a village around here. What's the name of the village? And Alucard's like, oh, it's Trevi. Yeah. He's like, all right, somebody come over here and kill me, please. Yeah, just some fun banter to kind of close out our, our main cast of characters. Because, like, like, obviously, Sypha's like very emotional. Like, her, her yeah. man is alive, you know, she's got all these questions, but like, she ends, I think her final line is, I think we've finally won. Yeah, like, that, that, that's a great line to just go ahead and end the main cast of characters. But, Cody, there's one final scene in the show. 
And we see, and I was thinking like, okay, well, maybe this is like many years later and we're going to see like Cypher's kid. Because I'm thinking Trevor's kid is Simon or like his descendant is Simon Belmont. So maybe I was like, maybe this is going to be the setup for like the Simon Belmont story or something. But no, we see this couple, these two cloaked figures run into a tavern and they take the the hoods off. And I'm like, yes, it's. You knew who, as soon as I saw his hand, I knew who it was. Like, yep. It's all like awesome. Lisa and, uh. Lad Tepish. Lad Tepish. Turns out they were was... in a field. and uh, Yeah. They stole some clothes from somebody. Then they stole some money from some asshole. Well, and, like, uh, we never got to see the end of that. So, like, like we see Trevor yeah. throw his weapons, split the Repis or Rebus in half. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, we don't know what happened. Yeah. Like, there's just big explosions going on. Um, mm-hmm. But we kind of get to see, like, these two, like, they, I guess they, like, go to, like, this hotel or, like, a. Yeah. Kind of just get a room for the night. And. They, they kind of just discuss, like, what they're going to do for the future. Like, Yeah, and it's like, well, we're going to travel. Because, like, like, I like that Dracula, He whatever he does, he wants to do it with Lisa. That's where he's like, I'm I'm not going to get better without you. And she's like, well, I'm not going to get better without you. And, like, because, first of all, they're like, we really can't go visit Alucard right now. Like, let the boy have some closure. And he's like, not yet. Yeah, we can't do it right now. And he's just like, well, why don't we travel? And she's like, "Well, you need to you need to get used to answering to Vlad and calling yourself Vlad. The uh, the Dracula Tepish. You, you need to chill with that shit for a while, right? <laughs> but yeah, they kind of everybody kind of gets their own little little happily ever after. Um, yeah, I like it. I like it. And that Cody, that's it. That is the end of Castlevania, and I am a okay with how it ended. Yeah, I think so." I mean, our boy St. Germain never got to see his chick. He got to see, like, a figure of her. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he was doing sketchy shit the whole time anyhow. Um, but, yeah, overall, I, I like the ending. It, for once, you get, like, a happily ever after. This didn't seem like it was going to be one of those. And they really, they really, they they do it up when, like, you think Trevor's dead, and you're like, no way. Like, can't be, Trevor can't be dead. Uh, yeah. Fortunately, he makes it out. Yeah, man, it's... No, and I'm okay. I, I would actually would have been okay with him dying because Sypha's pregnant with the next Belmont. Because that's what it is. Like, the, the games are like, all right, you got Simon Belmont, you got Christopher Belmont, you've got all the... You got Richter Belmont, you've got all these all these different members of the Belmont clan. And I would have been okay with him dying, but I'm glad we got, like, the feel-good, happy ending. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Uh, e- either way, I would have been fine with it. Um yeah, man, that is perfect. That is Castlevania. That is the series, man. Um, yeah, and I think it's worth watching again. I can't wait to actually binge the whole season, the whole series. Um, and like I was saying, Cody, you and I did a guest spot this week on the Hoppy Boys podcast, and I said, and I st- sincerely stand by that. If you're not into anime and somehow you find yourself listening to this cast, just check out Castlevania. Castlevania is a great show just on its own merits. The fact that it's anime is just a great gateway to the, um, to the genre, to the style. Um, but I genuinely think that Castlevania might be one of the best shows I've ever watched. Yeah, I actually, um, whenever I get new friends in the anime, I, I always start with Death Note because it's kind of story-based and like everybody mm-hmm. loves a good detective story. Um, yeah. So Death Note's usually like my starting point, but I think Castlevania is going to be like my second like right behind Death Note. Yeah. Like they finished Death Note and they're like, all right, what should I watch next? I think this is it. Um, as yeah. good as like Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood and like, you know, My Hero and like so many other shows, like I think these are good 
starting points for if you're trying yeah. to get like trying to convince one of your friends to finally you know take the dive into anime. And I think Castlevania is just bite sized enough that, and I think the story, like vampire stories, that stuff is just universal enough that somebody who maybe not be into anime can jump into this and make that determination for themselves whether they want to continue down that rabbit hole or not. But now, Chris, with Castlevania being finished, that means we got to throw it up on the rankings. Yes, indeed. And um, I'll go ahead and go first. I, this is right at the tippy top. It is the new number one. I know My Hero Academia was right there at, top, at the top. but And I'm not saying My Hero Academia might will not make it back up there, but we, we've gotten the whole, we've got the complete Castlevania package. This show from start to finish is just perfect on its own merits. There's nothing better. I think there's nothing better in the game right now as a complete package than Castlevania. Yeah, I'm so you're gonna throw it at number one. I'm gonna number one. It's tough, man. I think I think I'm gonna put it I'm just gonna put it at number three. I'm gonna it's gonna mm-hmm. take my hero spot on my list. It's hard to pass mm-hmm. Cowboy Bebop, I guess it's just nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I and think Death I, Note's the king of your castle. Oh uh, yeah, for now. Uh we'll get to full metal alchemist at some point. Uh and then I'll have that tough debate once again in my life. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna bump Castlevania up past my hero academia to number three. Mm-hmm. Um I'm trying to think if it's better than Cowboy Bebop. It's tough, man. Cowboy Bebop story obviously doesn't even compare. Um Yeah. But like the aesthetic of Cowboy Bebop, the music. Just mm-hmm. it's just a classic. I'm gonna put Castlevania at number three now on my list, above my hero. Um mm-hmm. for now. Um, but yeah, like like you said, man. Overall, it's just it's great. There's not perfect, not much plot holes. I mean, I I kind of question like how are Dracula and Lisa alive? But we did like there was just a big explosion that happened. They ended up in a field. I'm fine with it. Yep, it's okay. Like the the the, the last couple sequences were again, like we said, I think this entire season could have been spread out over two seasons. We literally could have had a whole season of Isaac and Carmela, their whole battle. And then everything going on with the rest of the gang. I sincerely mean that. Um, but we got what we got. And I thought what we got, like, it's always hard when you feel like you have to end a show because you're because of things that are maybe outside of your control. And I think these guys did it very well. Like, it's it, it's this is like a master class on if you've got to abruptly end something, this is how you fucking do it. Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, man, that that is our coverage of Castlevania. Um, yeah, I definitely appreciate everybody, uh, you know, following along with us. Now, Cody, before we get to the winner of next week's poll, we do have a couple pieces of news, and I'm going to lead off with probably the most somber piece of news is um, obviously uh, back on May 6th, earlier in the month, uh, Kentaro uh, Mora, I'm probably saying that wrong, the uh, the artist and the uh, I guess the creator of Berserk passed away. Um, you know, Berserk has it's one of those mangas and animes that just ex, that just inspires a lot of that gothic fantasy that dark demonic fantasy genre like berserk is like a cornerstone of that and i'm not just talking anime i'm talking you know you look at shit like dark souls you look at shit like you know, anything that falls in that um style you cannot look at that stuff without seeing them draw inspiration from berserk and guts 
is one of my all-time favorite characters. Um, Guts, Griffith, Rickon, the Band of the Hawk. Like these are these are characters that have a very very special place in my heart, and I really, you know, it, it, it that's a big blow to the to the manga and anime community. Like like this guy was like Berserk is Berserk is that manga. I would tell anybody if they were to ever read one, only one, if you only could pick one, go back and get like the Berserk collections because it's just fantastic storytelling, like some of the best storytelling you'll ever see. And these characters are just, I don't know, man, they're timeless. So, you know, everybody, I saved myself a sip of my tropical punch just to pour one out for Mr. Mora here. Yeah, absolutely, Chris. Uh, it, it's tough. You know, unfortunately, I've never really dove as far into Berserk as I as, as I properly should, um, which it'll definitely, I can guarantee it, it'll be on a poll. Yeah, we'll at least cover the three movies, the, the, the ones that are on Netflix, at the very minimum. Yeah, because there's two, there's what, two animated there's two series? series? Yeah, there's two series. I, I'd love to those color just movies. the whole thing at some point. Oh, um, we 100% will at some point. Yeah, it's kind of just... It sucks, man. It's something I wish we could have covered. You know, in, in any of this tragic news with anybody passing, it always, it always yeah. sucks. But, and uh, uh, and the somebody... news just keeps getting. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I was just saying, like seeing somebody so influ... influential, because I mean, all the boys posted about it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I did, I did a little bit of research and saw like Berserk sold like 50 million manga copies worldwide. Which is... Dude, it's it's one of the big ones. It's yeah. one of the big. Yeah, it's, it's up there with like the heavy hitters, like the One Pieces and the Demon Slayers, and you know, like all yeah. the. I didn't realize how popular the manga was. Like it seemed like the manga oh, is yeah. clearly more popular than the animated series, but I loved it. Love to check out both. Well, yeah, because I mean, it just covers so much more. Yeah. Like the the only problem I have with the Berserk animes is after I'm done watching them, I want more. I want more, more, more. Feed me more. Is what I want every time I watch the Berserk animes. So yeah, we'll definitely have to cover those in the future. Um, but like, like you were about to uh, segue into something, Chris. So I'll, I'll yeah, I was gonna go. say. Well, the news keeps getting worse because uh, the last season of uh, the last season of um, Seven Deadly Sins is uh, scheduled to come out. I believe this summer. I believe June, like the end of June. Awful, absolutely awful, Chris. But we're going to cover it here on Shonen and Suds. <laughs> yeah, we're we're obligated. And, you know, again, I hope they can bring up the note. Like it's, it's in a nosedive. Maybe they can bring it up before they uh, they crash into that mountain. Yeah, maybe they can save this show because that season four was just a fucking hot mess. The movie. Yeah. Horrible. A heated mess. Um, I think, I think in terms of like, I hate using the phrase overrated. Mm-hmm. Um. Mostly, I, I just I, I'm not a fan of the phrase, but Seven Deadly Sins is like, that's exactly what it is. It's overrated. Like, mm-hmm. like the first season, sure, it's great. Second season, it, it's okay. You know, third season, uh, it, where are we going here? Like, yeah, you're you, losing me. You, you revive you these commandments hard. and then you hardly fight them at all. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then season four is just fucking no garbage. Um, so like you said, maybe they can turn it around. I don't see it happening. I don't see it moving up very far on my rankings list. No, not at I th- all. I think currently it's it's chilling at the bottom. Oh, it uh, is bringing up the rear, that's I for think, sure. I think it might be moving to the bottom if they don't turn this thing around. It might be worse than Helsing, like the wor- the original Helsing, not Helsing Ultimate. This might be mm-hmm. like 
the bottom of the list um, moving forward yeah. for, for at least a little bit. Uh, oh, absolutely. There's plenty of terrible but anime, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Chris, Indeed, let's... and you you segued it perfectly. I'm glad you said it like that because next week, Cody, let's talk about what won our poll. That's right, Chris. It was it was your choice. One, one of your choices this week was Vampire <sighs> Hunter D. Oh my God, Cody! I can't fucking wait. The vampire hits keep coming. <laughs> vampire Hunter D is one of my favorites. Um, it was one of the first anime movies I had ever seen. Um, because like I said last week, it was on that um that original sci-fi uh, anime festival that was on sci-fi channel. It was the third one. Cause like it was like they, they, the third movie was always the banger of the bunch. And of course, a lot of the people listening to this are, you know, our friends from the final fantasy uh, trading card game community. And, you know, Yoshitaka Amano is not only famous for doing the art for final fantasy. He is famous for the character designs of vampire hunter D. So, yeah, you know, I want to say he's he's almost just as famous, if not more famous, for Vampire Hunter D than he is for Final Fantasy. So, and when you watch the movie, you'll actually see a lot of that just in the way the characters are very sleek. Um, it's animated even almost to that style because, like the 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 the, the outfits people wear come across as very organic. Um, like things have very exaggerated, sharp curves to them, like swords and hats and cloaks and things like that. But Vampire Hunter D is a masterpiece. But that also means, Cody, we're going to not only cover the first Vampire Hunter D, we are going to cover the sequel, Bloodlust. And you don't need to watch one to watch the other. Um, all you need, you know, the only thing that if you were to watch the second one first, you might not know uh, much about about D and like what he is, which they cover a little bit of that in the first movie. But the second movie is just a runaway train of just, just fucking awesomeness. Yeah. It, it's something I've always had, like that I've wanted to watch. Um, just never, never oh, found the time, man. but now we, now we got a podcast, Chris, where we cover all. That stuff. Dude, um, I'm hoping that some of our listeners are going to watch these movies for the first time. Because they're older. The first one's from, like, the 80s. The yeah. second one is from, like, 2000, 2001. Yeah, I want to say the first one's, what, 85? Yeah. And the first one's available on Amazon Prime. I know that. And the second one, you can watch the full thing uncut on YouTube. I was going to say, you can actually watch both on YouTube. As I'm looking up, because I, I want to try mm-hmm. and, like, give the people, like, where they can find this stuff. And it looks like yep. both of them are on YouTube. Yep. Hopefully those don't get pulled down as we go to watch them this week. But uh, <laughs> Oh, indeed. Well, they've been up there for years, so hopefully they won't. But man, oh my god, they're perfect. They're perfect movies. They're so good. Yeah, I'm looking... From start to finish, both movies are so good. Yeah, so next week we'll be covering just Vampire Hunter D, uh, the 1985 movie, and then the week following that we'll be covering Vampire Hunter D Bloodlust. We'll have a new poll announced next week um, for the mm-hmm. next series we're going to dive into. And then if these rumors are true about uh, Seven Deadly Sins releasing June 28th. We might do something mm-hmm. like a shorter series, maybe like a two-episode coverage. We'll, we'll figure all that out next week. Uh, yeah, if it ends up being one of those things that it comes out and maybe it would just be smarter to just do a third movie or like another Ghibli movie, mm-hmm. you know, we may do that. We'll play it by ear. We'll see, because they're saying June 28th. And if it, if that's the case, we'll just knock out these movies, maybe do a Ghibli movie, and then just go right into that last season of Seven Deadly Sins and just put that shit behind us. Yeah, if not, we I I don't want to make it a priority though, because <laughs> anything we watch yeah, is I most w- likely going to be better. So we'll like you 100%. said, we'll, we'll just play it by ear. 
um, if we don't have a confirmed announcement by Netflix, because I know the the first announcement came from like comicbook.com, which is like a pretty reliable source. Uh, but we'll just have to we'll just have to see. But for now, we're 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 sticking with the vampires, and we're going into Vampire Hunter B. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it, Chris. Oh man, can't wait. Yeah, with with all that being said, Chris, we we've had a, a jam packed episode. We've had news. We've had new drinks. We've had all the Castlevania. We've we, we've 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 covered it all, and uh, that that's all I got for this episode, Chris. You got anything else? Before I am we... spent. I am spent, my man. All right, guys. Well, as always, you guys can follow us on uh, on Facebook and Twitter at Shonen and Suds. If you want to vote in these polls to choose what we watch next. Um, that's where you got to go to vote is the Twitter. Um, but yeah, give us a follow there and uh, just participate in the votes. We we appreciate you guys tuning in Definitely. and uh, enjoying all this all this anime content with us. Yeah, I am Cody Snodgrass, and I am Chris Adams. And as always, thanks for hanging out with us. Watch Castlevania again. That's right, and then watch ba-da, Vampire Hunter D. <laughs> Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-